You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. Welcome to another uh, boot-tas- uh, bootacular uh, episode of the Anti-Social Show, uh, Don't Give Jack on Halloween. My name is Hunter Block. And I'm Tyson Sainer. Ah, welcome mm. to the creepy night. Welcome. Listen to them. Yes. The children of the night, what beautiful music they make. It's probably closer to Turkey Day by now, but yes, happy Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because Halloween all year for the next year, folks. That's, that's all, right. all we're doing all Halloween all the time on Antisocial Show. Yes, because we are trapped in some type mm. of uh, creepy vortex, and now it's just like oh. it's like the uh, the eternity of Halloween night oh. here on the Antisocial Show. Oh, the spirits. Oh. oh, spirits, can you hear me? Oh, spirits, please, where are you, spirits? Oh, the spirits are flatulent, apparently. <laughs> Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Somebody say they wanted to talk to a spirit. I'm here. Hello? Hello? All right, I thought I heard someone. Must have been a false alarm. Goodbye. Oh, no, they hung up. Oh, well. And he's back. Aha! Yes. By the way, how are you feeling? Uh, As I said, I'm feeling fantastic. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, good. Okay. I read, I read. Okay, so here's one. Uh, this is uh, my impression of somebody dreaming of bacon. Okay. Bacon, 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 bacon. <laughs> bacon, 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 bacon. Thank you. <laughs> it's bacon! Bacon, 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 bacon. Uh, the one delicious food that will ultimately give you a heart attack. Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. I don't have it very often. Uh, turkey bacon is okay. Ah, uh, never me. had it. Ah, oh, wow. I, I did just bore myself with turkey bacon, actually. Yawn, that was a, that was a, bona, <laughs> a bona fide yawn, as they say. I'm not sure who says bona fide, but 
Somebody does. And you know who you are. So, this has nothing to do with Halloween, but I am actually reading uh, this book right here. Ah, yes. Tough as Asterix T by Kevin Smith. Yes. Yeah. Very awesome. Very awesome. Your, your hand was covering up the ith. Uh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I knew what it was, but you, you know, yeah. you, when you were holding Tough it up. Sh- yeah. I just read yeah. it as, as I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> Tough sh- by Kevin Ith. Yeah, well, yeah, Kevin Smith. Good old Kevin Smith. Good old Kevin good Smith. Old, good old Kevin Smith. Good, slightly older than me, Kevin Smith. Right, right, right. He's 48 years old. Yes, I should say old. I always think of good old as good old. Like old King Cole. Like, I never thought it was necessarily meant he was literally old. I thought it was more like a um, like a, a good old, uh, you know, like good old any age person. They're froze, 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 for froze, hey. froze, 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 uh, per se, no, no. You, know, you just mean like good old, good old Kevin Smith, like good old Jr. from the, the WWE. So yeah, I, I suppose I don't, I don't have that reference, but that's fine. How do you, ah, you heretic! I don't know what that is. I know what a heretic is, but I don't know what that yes. is. Ladies and gentlemen of the uh, of our of our antisocial uh, movement, uh, Tyson not get the good old JR reference from the WWE uh and JR is like fucking fantastic. And now Tyson is now uh has become a heretic in this Halloween season. Yep. He's hereticking all over my sh- mm-hmm. all over my sh- mm-hmm. he's hereticking it. Mm-hmm. So he poo-pooed my reference. Hereticking <laughs> and heretalking. Right, right. right. Like, you're you're her- you're hereticking uh-huh. my you, you know, and, and you poo pooed my my reference. Uh, did so, I poo poo uh, your reference? <laughs> Are you saying it's tick tick and poo poo or similar? I don't I don't understand that, the joke. That, that I, I said you're hereticking, like you know, you're a heretic, you're charlatan. All right. Oh, so is that what yeah, a heretic yeah, yeah. is? Oh. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, it just it just sounds funny. That's that, all. Heretic is kind of a funny word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me think of a really <laughs> fuzzy bug. Just a little, or just a tiny, you know, blood sucker with just a little of hair on it. You know, just a lot of, it's like a fuzzy, fuzzy blood sucking bug. Like, you should just, you should just be that for Halloween. Like Fezgig from the Dark Crystal, just tiny and eating your blood. Yes. You should just be that for Halloween and just, just be like, uh, a hairy tick? For, yeah, yeah. It's like, so when you open the door to the kids. Hmm. <laughs> I, I feel like that's not the worst idea, except that, like, how are they going yeah, to describe the- what they're seeing, like, when they go home in any sort of well, way that makes it look like it was okay, whatever they saw? Even if it was just a guy standing there in a in a Sasquatch outfit, it's not that. I mean, I'm. it'd be like me covering myself in some kind of weird fur, and then they'd have to say, it was a man who was furry from head to toe, and it'd be like, was he wearing a costume? They'd be like, I think so. No, 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 no. It's not going to be. It's definitely it's a costume. It's not. It's not going to be your full body. So basically, what you're going to do is you're going to get like a, a black, uh, a black uh, curtain, like a, a black drape mm. uh, background that uh, you're going to stand uh, in front of at uh, your door. Okay. Behind the well. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. Right. So, and what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to uh, essentially. Uh, 
wear an all black uh, bodysuit to conceal like your body except for your head that will be in the costume. So basically, because you know, Fizgiz is basically a head and a tail. So that's all you could be is like just your head and have like a black light shown on it. So when you open the door, that's the only thing they see. And just like, hmm. don't say nothing. Just walk back and forth and like maybe do a little dance and then like open like your mouth and think about how Fizgiz's mouth is like, with the little like, the sharp teeth and shit and just go. And then make it go. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That'd be a thing. (laughs) Huh. The black light even. This makes it weirder. (laughs) I think it's Fezga got a rave or something. Uh, (laughs) I can't do both those things at the same time, but if I could, it would sound like this. (laughs) No, I can't. Like I said, I just said I can't. So. I can almost, I can almost see like you know, like with this like heretic like bug costume on your head, and like you know, like that looks like Fizzgig from the Fizzgig from the Dark Crystal, and you opening the door, and there's like two cops standing there because some child's parents call the cops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's gonna happen too. I mean, you know, it'd be like. I, I would hope they'd be like great costume, but we gotta, you know, we gotta ask you to tone it down, or, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, or just just turn off your porch light so the kids don't come here, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I mean, but we have all this extra candy now. I mean, I can't eat this. Sh- I, I don't eat. I don't eat peanut butter cups anymore. Can't have peanut butter. Do you want do you do you want peanut butter cups? How am I gonna get rid of all these damn peanut butter cups? I can't have peanut butter. I can't have peanut butter. My wife can't have chocolate. It's like two bad things that will never go together with either of us anymore. Oh my god, that's torture. Ah, it's not that bad. There's worse things. Ah, by the way, you should do. Yeah, you know what you should do. Hmm. (laughs) Just to piss kids off, just go out and and buy like those fucking uh, little baby carrots and like those little bags and shit. Or just like get like a big bag of like fucking uh, baby carrots and just put them in little doggy bags and just hand them out to the kids. Doggy bags. Yeah, in your in, in your heretic costume. <laughs> Brilliant. You know. Okay, so you know what I did. Okay. No. I, I don't. I I I might have mentioned this story like once before, around this time. But what I did was my last year <clears throat> living in Kingsburg. That Halloween, what I did was remember the scream costume. Yes. Okay. I had two versions. I had one that like just was basically a regular costume, and another one where it came with like one of those ball, uh, rubber uh, bulb type things. So when you pumped it, uh, blood would go through this uh, through the the little hose and come uh, down from the top of the mask. So it looks like you had like a bloody face. So. What I did was I, I sat there with that thing on, very still with the bowl of candy sitting in my lap, didn't move, nothing. Little girl comes walking in down the uh, down the you know walkway, and she's like hesitant to put her hand inside the bowl, and she's looking at me, and she's pulling her hand away, and she's going to reach her hand in there again, and she's looking at me, and she takes her hand away again. Finally, she got brave. She stuck her hand in the bowl, and as she was taking away the piece of candy, I started pumping that... Uh, that bulb thing and the blood just came down and she just like freaked and lost her shit. Wow. Yeah. I was an asshole. Scarring kids for life. <laughs> or at least, you know, part of their lives. Oh, <laughs> uh, 
my little girl's probably like in therapy now. <laughs> uh, how long ago was this? Oh, shit. I had to be, how old was I? 18? Okay. Something like that. Ooh, yeah. Wow. So that's like a 20 something now. Yep. That person. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely in therapy. <laughs> no, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're okay. Maybe they, uh, maybe they have a, they have a successful budding career in special effects makeup or something. Ah, uh, maybe. Like I was really into special effects makeup uh, when I was younger. When I was in my, well, it was my mid-teens to uh, well now, but not as much. Um, so like, I would get uh, Fangoria magazine. I've mentioned before on the show Fangoria. I used to think it was pronounced Fangoria, and. Um, Feed has frozen. Food is frozen. Food is frozen. Yes, there it is. Um, so I'd get. I send you froze. There it is. This is Halloween, 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 Halloween. So I would, uh, yeah, so I would get Fangoria. Which uh, okay. which I actually thought was pronounced Fangoria for a long time until I heard it said, and um, I would uh, you know Fangoria if uh, if you if you didn't know out there uh, is a magazine that oh. fe- features stories on horror movies and other horror and also horror horror media in general like even horror television shows like if there was a Stephen King adaptation of television or something like that it would probably be on if there was some kind of practical makeup effect in it. It would be Fangoria. It would be in Fangoria. So, like, you could, you'd get, you'd get special like reports or things on behind the scenes of these movies, and they talk about the makeup and whatnot. That's how I became familiar with the film work, uh, at least his first film, of Richard Stanley, who uh, directed a film called Hardware, and then one called Dust Devil, and was the original director who was attached to the nineteen eighty nineteen ninety six what became the nineteen ninety six. Um, version of the island of dr moreau with marlon brando and val kilmer which both both were uh that was a good that was a good uh adaptation of it and uh dust devil was an awesome movie i didn't see dust devil but i did see hardware and uh island of dr moreau i didn't have a problem with i saw it in the theater and i thought it was perplexing but interesting to look at and i was there because they had amazing uh makeup in it and i was like yeah let's see these these you know makeup jobs i want to see what these full body prosthetics of these you know animal people look like that was my you know, I didn't even notice how weird the rest of the film was. <laughs> um, and his feet is frozen, so I'll wait. Now let me ask you this. Uh, yes. Okay, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to get pissed off at me or think that I'm a strange motherfucker, but I don't care. Okay. Okay. The nineteen set, like I love the doc. I, I love the island of Doctor Monroe, but I like. I mean, Monroe. the one with Val Kilmer. The right Monroe. No, no, Mon- no, no. Monroe is J. J. Jim J. Bullock's character on that show he did with Ted Knight. Uh, one day at a time. It's something like that. One of those. Too close for comfort. That's what it was. Moro, Moro, like almost like Rob, almost like Rob Moro from Northern Exposure, except it's more. Yeah, see, but it's, I knew I was instead of Moro, it's Moro. So the stress is on the second syllable. Yeah, yeah, it's a strange yeah, word. It's it's you know it's like it it's the only you, you you never come across it any other place, you know. So it's not like a lot of practice saying it because it's it's not it doesn't come up unless you're you know unless you unless you discuss it and then it's like you know yeah so it's, it's 
No, no big no, deal. No, it's it's, it's 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 definitely a word that uh, I was mispronouncing, but you, you know what I'm talking about. So, totally, I totally do. The the the, the nineteen sixty uh, the nineteen ninety six version was okay. Yeah, yeah. My favorite one was uh, <clears throat> the late seventies. I see. I, that's, I haven't seen that one. I, it's burnt Lancaster. That one is, yes, that one is fantastic because uh, at the end, okay, when he's like drifting away from the island and she's on the boat with the with the hot island chick. Mm. Uh, she starts to transform back into an animal because yeah, yeah, that's what that's what she was. He, uh, this, uh, this actually came up in one of our episodes with Ed Wallach. Yes, okay. but now here's here's my question: hmm. would would that be considered bestiality? You think? <sighs> hmm. Did he did he definitely hit it? Yes, I think he did. Yeah, before he left the island. Before they left the island. And what yes. what animal did she turn into real quick? I know it did. It probably won't mitigate. Um, but or, or when was it partial animal? Like a it was a it was a partial animal. So it's at least partially bestiality, but it's also yeah, partially yeah. just fine. You know, <laughs> right, so right, it's right. it's I guess it's like yeah, but that's gotta like break your fucking heart, right? Like you have like the hottest chick on the island, and she's like like perfect, and oh, then like you oh. take her away, you, you take her away from the island, and it's like. It's like fuck you, bitch! I'm just gonna kill your dream right now. Watch what happens, and she's like all like beasting out and shit, and you're like, fuck well, or maybe it, maybe it's like the end of some like it hot, where it's like you know, Oz good, I'm a man. It's like nobody's perfect, you know. Maybe it's one of those things. Or, I, yeah, uh, but you know what? That that's a bold dude. That's a bullshit, depressing ending. And, and let me tell you this because it is Halloween, hmm. uh, the season anyway, and uh, we are discussing horror movies. So there is a, an an, uh, an Italian horror movie. Hmm. Um, okay, now. Yeah. Hmm. It's it's dubbed in well it's not it's not subtitled but it is dubbed in English and sometimes it's not like the best but it, it's basically a great movie it's called Demons and it takes place uh, in a uh, a movie theater. Oh yeah, and, I still yeah, need so to see that movie. I still this, need to see it. <sighs> this guy and the girl, you know, they escape and then like uh, like a family shows up with a, a a jeep and they get on board and they're driving away and shit and. Uh, she turns into a demon, and he was like forced to kill her, and you know that was a very depressing and fucked up ending. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of a lot of horror films do have uh, I don't want to say depressing endings, but they have gotcha or uh oh, it all didn't turn out well endings. It's not like a, it's not like a, a, a certainly not a new thing. It's it's kind of prevalent. Yeah. Yes, 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 and and I mean this in no disrespect. Okay, uh, again, horror movies, so we could talk about it. Um. The comedy horror uh, Tusk, done by Kevin Smith. Yeah, you've talked. Yeah, I've mentioned this before. Okay, because yeah, the ending. Yeah, with the I haven't yeah, seen the, the movie. It's okay. I, I well, want to see. I, I, I want to see it less and less as time goes by. <laughs> why do you want? Uh, why do you want to see it less? It and just less doesn't sound like a good by. movie. It sounded like a, but, it sounded like a good oh idea God. for a movie that just doesn't. It's not oh going God. to. Listen, this is one film that you at least have to like watch at least once because Michael Parks gives like a phenomenal performance. He gave a phenomenal uh, performance in Red State. I liked Red State. Exactly. So I mean, and Justin Long also gives a, a phenomenal uh, performance. So does Genesis Rodriguez. Yeah, I don't know um, who that is. Um, I know Justin Long is. He gave a great performance in Zack and Mary Made a Porno, another yes. Kevin Smith movie, which I do like. Yes, I'm not saying I will never see Tusk. I'm just saying I'm I'm not Wait. I'm not clamoring to see it. Are you sure Justin Long was in? Uh, oh, that, yes, right. He was. He yeah, was in yeah. Zary. Yeah, yeah, he was the beginning. briefly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. He was, it was really funny. 
there's I also mean, like, so many outtakes of like of also uh, there's in the in the outtake bin of like when they're doing oh but it's anyway it doesn't it, matter. It, it, it's Justin Long was funny and fucking uh, Zach and Mary make a porno when he's like talking to Seth Rogen and he's like I'm in fucking movies yeah, and like that, yeah. it, it, it's an all male uh you know experience right right it's a reimagining and then seth rogan's like uh what type of reimagining like you know i want to put john's hairy in my mouth while i'm fondling richard's balls and oh, like it was glengarry glen ross that's what it was it was a, it was a gay male porn version of yes of uh of glengarry glen ross i you know i could be wrong but that's what i seem to remember that's what it was yes Damn it! I need to watch the movie it's again. That was it's it was, like a it's like, it's like a Wizard of Oz reimagining is what it is. <laughs> Wizard of something. Um, <laughs> see, I mean, what does that even mean? I mean, it's it's, it's, it's damn it. It doesn't mean anything. It's like when like when people say like you know when you say like oh, I got a ping pong paddle and people go I'll give you a ping pong paddle it's like what the fuck are you talking about why, why first of all why the hostility and second of all <laughs> you know here's a sandwich I'll give you a sandwich uh, it's like right. you know or I got your sandwich right here but that's a different that's a kind of what's more of an, an evolution of it but really the idea of it's like oh yeah I got a great no it's um yeah it was this really beautiful doorknob I'll give you a doorknob or you know like <laughs> Yeah, or you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> or no, it's like it's like when you um, you know, like when you when you see people in public, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. And a dude steps into like a Maserati and speeds off, and the asshole that are standing on the street says, "Oh, look at that piece of shit! He's driving a Maserati. Must be nice." And then because the guy heard him, he backs up. You know, his Maserati back to him. He's like, "I'll give you a piece of shit." And throws a piece of shit at the guy on the curb and zooms off in his Maserati. Right, right. So I mean, the question is, why is he carrying like those, in his Maserati? I don't know, but I don't know, but it's like one of those stupid insults, like you know, your mama. Like, okay, my mama, what? Yeah, like, there, that's not going to hurt me. <clears throat> there really isn't a follow up to that. Is is now is your mama? Do you think is that is that a is that a um, the first part of a your mama joke? Or is I it, think it I, I think it was supposed to be like that, but it it just got like you know it became like one of those stupid insults. It's like. Yo, your mama. It's like, okay, oh, you my know mama what? what? I think it might be when people – I think it might have been uh, shortened from your mother's a whore or something like that. Uh, okay. I think then so people would just start say your mother instead of instead of the whole thing. And that just became okay. the, the, you know, the shortened version where it was as bad to say that to somebody as it is to – you know, because what, what is a gesture? Like why is, why is this rude? Why is this rude? Why, you know, why is – that right. rude. It's like thumbing your right. teeth at somebody has been rude since at least Shakespearean times because it shows up in Romeo and Juliet. Things, oh yeah, it does. But I don't know what it me- means. I understand it means like you know, like f you. But I don't understand what the what the mechanic of it is. Like, what am I? Am I right. picking my teeth at you? Is that am I scraping something off? Like, what is the you know? I don't know how that evolved into that gesture. But well, it, you yeah. know what? I, hmm. I got to thinking like. You know, with with so many triggers to piss somebody off, mm. like everything that you just did there, like you know, you could say "fuck you," you know, your mother, you know, uh, that thing, yeah, you know, yeah, do, or, the, right, like the thing that. with your arm, yeah, yeah, yeah all, the thing with things. your arm, or like the finger and shit like that. Things you can't do on um, television, or at least right, you, you, you right. Well, you can right. you can get away with it if you well get you once in a blue moon you can get away with it if it's like at the right, right. time of night or anyway. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Right, right. Or, you know, like, suck me or something like that. I mean, these, right. you know, these, these are all, like, you know, insults, of course. So it, it's really no surprise that in, like, 2018, okay? By, by the way, I'm sorry about that. I just shrugged and burped. It's okay. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. Well, that's, uh, anyway. that's what came out of me when I went, yeah, I don't know. It, but it came out, right. and I just wanted to clear that up. Sorry, okay. go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we're in 2018, and it's really no surprise that, that people uh, are easily butthurt, okay? So I have a feeling this Halloween season there's going to be someone that's going to get butthurt over a series of costumes. Mm. So if, they, if these certain people hear this message, just remember, it's just a costume. Mm-hmm. Like there's no reason to get butthurt over it like you did with the cup. That because they didn't put like this, you know, the uh, snowflakes on it at Starbucks, you know, you, you got butt hurt. It's like, come on, people. It's, in, it's interesting that you're saying that people get butt hurt and uh, and um, like their feelings hurt easily. And you're also using the term snowflake. Uh, well, you're you're saying the word snowflake without using the term snowflake. But the idea right. is like you 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 know you've heard people call. It's like the new crybaby essentially is calling somebody a snowflake. It's a person who has well, their, you know it's hmm. Yeah, well, well, because not to get too political, but the the term snowflake was originally intended for uh, Democrats. And while the uh, Republican base, the politicians and the voters, you know, they're like, oh, he's a fucking snowflake and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, their (laughs) own base and I'm talking about the Republican voters. Right, right. They're the one they're the ones who are are, they're butthurt to the extreme. They're the ones that got pissed off because of the cop. They're the ones that got pissed off because the Confederate flag got lowered yeah. and so i'm just i'm, I'm just trying to uh say you know lighten the yeah. f- up on halloween and have a good time yeah that's exactly it. it's yeah. it's party time baby that's that's what it is you know live and let live like you know don't don't go be like you know costume bashing and sh- you know what i'm saying it's all gravy have a good time yeah you know it's funny exactly it's funny that your impression of the uh the, the politician it's like if you i always felt thought that politicians were at least dignified in some regard so like the fun the idea that one of them would be like uh, well, he's a fucking snowflake, blah blah blah, and that's that would be yeah. what they actually would say. Is f- yeah. is actually closer to what we have going on right now. Is somebody literally saying that? But they, you know, they're they, I, 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 anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's strange yeah, because I mean, it, 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 think about this, dude. Think mm. about this, okay? You know, we do live in strange times, so maybe like the uh, strange times uh, soundcast is finally living up to their, you know, to their to their title living in strange times because that's exactly what we are we are living in strange uh strange times essentially i mean look who's in the white house and so all i'm saying is don't fuck up the halloween season and just everybody have a good time it's right party in the meantime it's gonna be the it's gonna be those same people that are like oh it's christmas you gotta be nice on christmas your santa's claus is coming to town and and like you know it's like these like these they have like their little uh parade and shit and you know it's a it's a party when santa claus arrives on the on the you know on the fire engine and shit and you hear you hear like the christmas bells and shit and ho 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 merry christmas kids you know mm-hmm. as uh, yeah yeah so it's like that <laughs> As Tyson sits there, like fucking speechless. No, I'm just thinking about the editing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're thinking about the other thing. No, the the I was, I'm thinking about the. Oh, it did sound like I said that. I'm thinking about the editing. Thinking about the editing. Oh, the editing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I'm just thinking about all the editing oh, that I have to oh, do. Oh, oh, I just, I just, I just realized that I just uh, gave a slew of curses, didn't I? 
well, I mean, you have been since the beginning, really. It's, it's, oh. it's, it's, I mean, it, it kind of, it sort of, you know, wound up toward the middle the beginning and then sort of, it, it's, it's all right. It's just, at least it's the same one. It doesn't really make it that much easier, but I am, I am, I am officially apologizing. Uh, oh no, it's, it's okay. Cause it's, I'm thinking about it. Cause as I, I, as we record, I do think about, you know, you know, what's going to come out. I, I'll, I, I'll remember it. I won't even work on this probably for like, like I probably won't hear this audio again for at least a month, but, um, it's, uh, you know, it's fine. I, it's, I keep, did you ever hear Eddie Murphy's, uh, uh, stand up, uh, uh, comedy back in the eighties called raw? I heard a bit of it. Um, I, I have seen raw at least once and it was a very long time ago. And it was certainly wasn't when it came out because I was not, so it came out, I think, in 87, and I, I think like that. And I was 13, so at any rate, I would have been too young to watch an R-rated movie, uh, especially an R-rated concert film or a comedian film. I, I, I watched, I got into Richard Pryor later, um, and then you know Eddie Murphy, I saw this. But anyway, so and I had seen, I think I saw Raw before I saw Delirious, but I'm not 100% on that. There were a lot of kids that had heard Delirious on tape cassettes and would quote it at school. And anyway, why do you ask? <laughs> Okay, because there's a part where uh, Eddie Murphy's basically saying that uh, that uh, what's his name? Bill Cosby. Uh, Bill Cosby. Bill from Florida and Phil from Florida and yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Cosby. uh, His kid essentially saw the show, came back, and you know told uh, Bill that uh, he's uh, Eddie Murphy was saying all these things. So. You know, uh, Bill Cosby calls up uh, Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy's excited about it, and you know. Uh, then Bill uh, Eddie Murphy goes into his Bill Cosby impression. He's like, "I would like to talk to you," and, yeah, and I can't yeah. do it as as well as I used to be able to. But That's about fine. some of the things That's you're exactly saying you on said. your show, mm-hmm. you can't say sh- on the show. And I'm like, and I'm like, now who is Bill Cosby? Yeah. You know, to to give like advice like that because what you can't do is take a drink from Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I think he passed. Is that too soon? Is that too soon? No, it's fine. I mean, well, by now he's probably started serving his time. By now, I don't know. It's it's uh, you know it's by now. I mean, by not we are. It's still the 11th of October, for at least another half hour where I am. It's already the 12th where Hunter is. But by the time you hear this, it's going to be closer to uh, to Thanksgiving. So now, now I, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you remember uh, during the 80s one of the most famous iconic cartoon characters by? Uh, Bill, uh, by Bill Cosby. Was it Fat Albert? Yes. Do you, do do you think like he's in prison right now and like he he meets like the real live version of Fat Albert? Oh, I hope not. I got the impression that Fat who Albert wants, was a good who, kid. Who, who wants to be his friend? Oh, I, I yeah, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm not going to do the impression. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to to carry the the. Uh, <laughs> prison rape thread into into uh with a with a fat albert impression it's not going to happen you, you write your own joke there it's fine folks yeah, i'm i'm good i got shit to prove <laughs> right right anyway so i sent you a trailer to a movie i saw recently if you could have a look at the trailer i'd like to i'd like you to give your impressions of what after after you watch it I would like you to describe as best as you can what you just watched because I'd I'd like to just to talk to you about the film a little bit 
after okay. after you watch the trailer. It's about three minutes long or so. It's a little. You gotta you gotta send it to me. I sent it over the Facebook Messenger. It was right before the the picture of Lolita. There should be another link. And that's Lolita the town, not the movie, not the Nabokov. Oh, novel. I got it. I got it. For the people who are it. listening. Hold. Lolita, California, not Lolita, the movie by Stanley oh. Kubrick. Yeah. I'll watch it in one second. I'll be right back. Okay. That's a that's a very uh fascinating movie. Yeah, did you notice how there was like practically no speaking in it in the practically no speaking in it? Like yes. except at the very end there. Yes. Yeah. There is more speaking in the film. Uh but it's it is uh yeah. So what were your impressions of all of that? <laughs> Can you describe what you just watched uh from memory? Okay. It's an experiment just to see if yeah. What I saw was a very um I want to say apocalyptic now type feel to it. Um, uh, particularly when uh, Charlie Sheen, yeah, Charlie Sheen is a uh, Vietnam soldier who uh, travels the uh, Vietnam rivers to find, um, oh, sh- what's his name? Uh, uh, Berlin. Uh, uh, yeah. What, what is his name? It's actually Martin Sheen, but I, I understand what you're Martin saying. Martin Sheen, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Merlin Brando. And so Merlin Brando, yeah, yeah. Totally. Basically, uh, Marlon Brando had uh, gone uh, MIA, gone rogue, and uh, he was a um, he was a uh, what you call it? He was uh, a colonel. And uh, when uh, uh, Martin Sheen found him, mm-hmm. he was basically like the leader of like this uh, tribe and shit. And uh, yeah, yeah. Seen most it. of his soldiers were dead at this point. But that's what this movie had. Like this movie had like the same feel to it. Interesting. Um, I also believe that that guy was probably a douchebag of some kind. So basically, uh, you know, he had like his, you know, what he thought was going to be like his, uh, his, uh, followers or some shit. So, and, and of course the people that were already on the boats are like, we're going to, we're going to say Fuck this asshole. So that's, that's why like when he woke up, they just decided to push the boat off the fucking thing and let him drift into the, uh, into the falls, you know, to take care of, uh, to take care of him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I thought of it. That is interesting, yeah. Because yeah, who's the actor? Because he he does look very familiar. Oh, he should. Yeah, that's Klaus Kinski. Yes, yes. You, and, you've uh, probably seen him in other movies. I I I. Oh yes. I have only seen him in one movie, and that was Fitzgeraldo, the one that you just saw the preview for. I first became acquainted with him um, in a Tales of the Dark Side episode, where he was like this uh, utter douchebag uh, composer. Really. I didn't know he had done a Tales from the Dark Side episode. So anyway, he hires this guy to uh, put this big uh, fancy uh, uh, high-tech uh, sound system into his house, right? This younger guy. Yeah. Keep in mind, keep in mind, he's married to a younger chick. So the machine doesn't work. He's pissed off. He's like, oh, I'm flying over here to do this, and when I get back, it better work. And he, you know... Uh, the uh, sound system guy shacked up with the uh, you know the wife and they're doing it and shit like that. And he comes home and now he has like this microphone to hear sound that can hear sound like a, a shit ton mile away. So he's like hearing the birds and shit. He's all happy and shit, not being a, a douchebag. And he points it towards the boathouse and lo and behold, he hears his wife and that dude you know getting their freak on. So he sets the place on fire and basically kills him because he's a douchebag. And this is from what film or a TV show or Tales from the Dark Side? Tales from the Dark Side, the the uh, t- television show. Yes, it was kind of like Tales from the Crypt. 
essentially. Yeah, it doesn't come up on his IMDb as a thing. I'm looking for it. So. It was kind of like um, Outer Limits to Twilight Zone, basically. Oh, it might have been Outer Limits? Okay. Nope. No, 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 it's not Outer Limits. It's called Tales from the Dark Side. No, I get it. I'm just, okay, this is the thing. Is, uh, it, I'm on his IMDb, and I put Tales from the Dark Side in the top of the screen at search, and it's not he giving me any hits. In fact, it gives huh. me... It gives me tail because he was in because uh, <laughs> he was in an episode of Fairy Tale Theater as the Beast in 1984. I remember Fairy Tale Theater. Frog Prince was a really good one. It was directed by Eric Idle, starred Robin Williams and Terry Gar. And I think Renea Bergenwa might have also been in that movie, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's right here, dude. Tales from the Dark Side. Um, it's T A L E S. Right, the Dark Side. Right, right. Is that's with Klaus Kinski? Um, I'm not sure, but it's, uh, this is what it basically says right here. Okay. Uh huh. It's narrated by Paul Sparer and cast Paul Sparer, uh, a Twilight Zone type show. Mm-hmm. Uh, this horror analogy series produced by uh, noted uh, horror film, George A. Romero. Anthology. Explores the, anthology, right. Explores the macabre, but like its uh, predecessor, always with a twist. Low budget, but with a huge uh, cult following. The show explores horror and supernatural storylines. Uh, and guest stars uh, several veteran actors. Uh, many Tales from the Dark Side episodes are adapted from stories uh-huh. written by authors including Stephen King, Harlan Edison, Clyde Barker, and John Cleaver. Oh, yeah. The series followed by the future film Tales from the Dark Side, uh, the movie. Oh, yeah. I remember Tales from the Dark Side was a thing. I, I'm, the, the problem is, is I'm having trouble finding Klaus Kinski being in, being in the being. It's not on his IMDb. Oh, oh yeah. But no, he was in it, dude. I'm telling you. Okay. Um, so let's see here. So I had four seasons, apparently. Mm-hmm. On the dark side. Oh. Dude, uh, let me tell you something. Tales from the Dark Side was fucked up. You know who else? Uh... One of the episodes of Tales from the Dark Side even had Tom Savini, the um, the makeup artist, like the master himself, do one of the episodes. Um, sorry, the master. Tom Savini did one of the episodes. Oh, he only did one? <laughs> I imagine uh, they would have done several. I think he did. I think he did a few. I, think they, I don't know how. I mean, must he must have been like in demand? Yeah. Oh. Oh, cool. So, comedy club just opened up. I gotta go. I'm gonna find that. Uh, probably in Eureka, maybe. Yeah. Savage Henry just opened up a comedy club finally. So they've got a great. I can see their stage now. I'm gonna have to go check this out. It is in Eureka, for those of you. Okay, well, it's in Fourth um, Street or Seventh Street. I have no idea. All right, so I sent you the link for Klaus Kinski's IMDb. Okay. I'm going to try to look it up on the page again just to see what's happening here. Hmm. That is weird. Not unless I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. You sure it wasn't Tales from the Crypt? Nope. Yeah. Tales from the Dark Side. So now in this episode of Tales from the Dark Side... There's, there's a guy with a listening device. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Well, I can... All right, let's see here. Or maybe I got his face wrong, probably. You know what? No, nah, I don't think that's him. Although it might be, though. I'm not sure now. Uh, there's a listening device. Um... So anyway, I'll look. I'll look for that in the future and see if that's a thing. Maybe we can figure. I can figure out what it, where it is, and why it's not showing up here. 
Um, so Tales from the Dark Side, the television show, has on IMDb a pretty decent rating. It's got 7.6 uh, stars out of 10 based on um, it looks like 4,522 people rating it. So that's pretty good. You know, it's mm-hmm. a good pool of people giving it an average rating. I mean, that's it's above average. That's like a well, it's like a C plus or a B. That's pretty good. I mean, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> don't know if there's a lot of excuse me. Um, doodly doodly do. Anyway, so yes, uh, so Fitzcarraldo. Yes, that's the name of the film that uh, you watched the preview for. So let me yes. let me read you the uh, description at the top of the Wikipedia page in a moment. Once you're once when you get a sec, because I like it. So you so I can uh, yes tell you what the film okay. is is actually about. Although okay. I I do like this old alternate narrative you made of this movie uh, of what it could be because it is it's not. A, oh, and what did you think about the boat going up the hill? Did you see that? Yeah, well, that's why I said they decided to, you know, take him out of life by pushing the boat down the hill back into the water so it can float down the, you know, the Pongo, down the waterfall. There's the Pongo, yeah. the, the rapids, the Pongo de Muertes or something. It's in the Amazon, yep. apparently. Okay, so Fitzcarraldo, right, mm. is a 1982 West German adventure drama film written and directed by Werner Herzog, or Werner Herzog, starring Klaus Kinski as the title character. It portrays would-be rubber baron Brian Sweeney Fitzgerald, an Irishman known in Peru as Fitzcarraldo, who is determined to transport a steamship over a steep hill in order to access a rich rubber territory in the Amazon basin. The film is derived from the historic events of Peruvian rubber baron Carlos Fitzcarrald. Fitzcarrald. Yeah. It's a real person. So... Uh, at least, uh, not what I not what I was thinking at all. But <laughs> but no, that's interesting though because it's hard to tell what it's about from the from the uh, from the trailer. But I'll tell you, the image I always saw of this movie uh-huh. uh, was a was a, a still from it as the boats going up the going up the side of the um, going up the side of the hill, and that that kind of that was the that's the iconic image really of Fitzcarraldo. Um, there was a um, mockumentary, you know, like. The Best in Show, Mighty Wind, those kind of movies, Spinal Tap. Mm. You know, the fake, it, there was a, a one called "And God Spoke" about, and it was "And God Spoke." I don't know if you saw it. Right. It was pretty good. It was basically a group, of, a couple of uh, filmmakers, a producer and a director that really wanted to make a biblical picture. Right. But so there, and it's and it's you could tell that I'm pretty sure a lot of it was improvised, but there's got to be some scripting as well in it because it, 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 I I really enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't a Christopher Guest one, but it definitely had a lot of people in it, like Andy Dick and Lou Ferrigno and uh, Eve Plum from Brady, the Brady Bunch and Soupy Sales and just just a whole bunch of personalities. I can't remember all of them right now. Anyway, so um, there they want to. They want to adapt the Bible into film, which is funny because it's not like it's never been done before. But there they got this is like right. to them this is like the best idea, best idea in the world, right? So right. they so they immediately run into trouble trying to figure out how they're going to shoot it because it's a extremely long story. Uh, for one thing, if if you look at it as one consecutive story, there's a lot of lot it'd be a huge huge budget movie so they're looking for things to cut out and they're trying to be like well do we cut out the creation you know do we cut out our adam and eve do we you know do we cut out this and that and i'm, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this and, until it gets to the point where it's like you know ah, you know jesus can we can we can we get rid of you know that part it's pretty long <laughs> and one of them was like 
you can't no you can't you can't cut Jesus out of uh out of a movie about about the Bible. It's like it's like doing Fitzcarraldo without the boat. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's like doing Fitzcarraldo without the boat. And it's like boat. I I, yeah. I I had heard of that movie up at that point and still had never seen it. And I finally saw it the first time uh the night before last. And then uh I started watching the there's a documentary that was made alongside of Fitzcarraldo as it was being filmed. Uh, called Burden of Dreams, and it's about the apparently very difficult process of making of making Fitzcarraldo. Because I don't know if you noticed this, but when they're pu- putting that steamship up the side of the hill, that is a real steamship that they're pushing up that very real fuller forty degree slope. That is not a special effect. <laughs> oh God! There is a minute. There's at least one miniature in the uh, in the movie, in a, a miniature shot. At least one. There might be more than one, but there is at least one. But when it's going up the side of the hill or when it's going down the river, those are all, for the most part, those are all real. And up the hill, definitely. That was a really big, a huge, like, I don't know, it was like 30 tons or more. It was more than 30 tons, but it was a lot. That's got to suck. Now, what's interesting, too, is uh, originally the person who actually did this, uh, right. um, they what they did is it was a smaller boat. They got to the one shore, took it apart transported across the land to the next to the to the parallel river that they wanted right and then reassembled the boat and then got back in the river so you know i guess it's difficult you know you know hardy but not as difficult as actually clearing a path over a mountain basically <laughs> and pushing a steamboat over it so i mean it was pretty yes. amazing pretty amazing and uh is a it's a good movie it does this thing that like uh, some movies are um, criticized for, like movies like uh, Skydivers and other Coleman Francis movies, like Manos, where they leave like Manos the Hands of Fate, where like they'll leave the camera on a person a little bit longer than it seems like it's necessary to pad out the film, but it doesn't feel like that in this. It almost feels like a documentary, like very naturalistic, like everything just uh, looks, yeah, it does just feels very real, like you know. And when there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of people just kind of looking at each other and trying to figure out like you know it's like because they're going down the river so they're also listening so there's a lot of listening to the the sounds of the river and the people you know chanting in the distance and then the music is a big component of it. Um, it's definitely worth seeing. It's about two. It's over two and a half hours long. So you know some people you got, you got to dedicate like two days to that. Show. I mean, it depends, really. It's the, I I had to do I had to watch it over a couple of days, but I did enjoy it, and it, it's on Amazon Prime right now as of October 11th. So I don't know if it's going to yes. continue to be, but I definitely recommend it to anybody who like I I could have seen this movie when I was young. There was a, a, a little bit of adult stuff, but not really nothing that like would have even needed explaining to me at the time. Like it's like you know it was it was I could have watched it as a kid probably, but I never did. I just always wondered about it, and I've finally seen it. So. Anyway, <laughs> there's that. There's that. Fitzcarraldo. Yeah. Fitzcarraldo. Right? Right. All right. All right, so uh, this Halloween season, uh, movies to watch, of course, is the uh, the brand new Halloween movie that uh, is coming out, of course. Uh, Night of the Demons is pretty good. Uh, its sequel is pretty good. The uh, 2008 remake of, uh, Night, of uh, Night of the Demons was good. So many awesome uh, horror movies out there to to watch this season, including Trick or Treat, which is a good one. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Is that the one with um, Mark Price? Uh, I'm not sure. Is it directed by uh, Charles Martin Smith? 
might have been. When did this movie come out? Uh, I may have seen this movie if it's the one I'm thinking of uh, at least once. And by the way, for the listeners, of course, Halloween, the new Halloween movie will have already been out. Let's see. Trick or. I'm sorry. It was like 2007. Which one? Uh, Trick or Treat. Okay. No, this is a different film. Yeah, so this is oh yeah 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 and oh it's an anthology dark comedy horror so it's got multiple stories yes in it. yes but they're all tied together like Cat's Eye yes I like anthologies you know I might see oh there's Dylan Baker yes okay so okay so I did see a preview for this one that's interesting yeah, yeah I remember wanting to see this one when uh, so I see the preview being like that looks good it says it's on Amazon all right well I might see it then. I mean, that is the best movie to watch during the Halloween season, I think. Really? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Is it um, – sorry, I know, as I yawn, but it is late at It's night, like if, 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 if you don't watch anything this whole Halloween season, definitely watch or revis- uh, revisit the Halloween, uh, you know, the movies, of course, Michael Myers and all that shit. Sure. And definitely see Trick or Treat because that is uh, a really good one. We've seen two classic um, arguably horror films this year so far. That, this, this, this October, I should say. Like I watched Fitzgeraldo by myself. Laura doesn't have yeah, as doesn't have time to sit through that movie the first time with me. She might watch it later, but yeah, you know, she's okay for a long movie. Don't get me wrong, but she is currently pregnant. So yes, so uh, you know, but she's she's a champ. She's really handling it very well. So um, that's you know, good to hear. Very proud of her. She's a trooper. So um, anyway, so uh, first one we saw this month that was a uh, kind of a classic horror film was Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Ah, yes. Very good classic. Yeah, also filmed kind of locally, but not as local as Lolita. It was filmed in Bodega Bay, which is near uh, San Francisco. Oh, let me see if I can guess it. Puppet Master. Uh, no, The Birds. The Birds. Oh, The Birds. Oh, The Birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you're right. Puppet Master was set in, the original was set in Bodega Bay and probably filmed there. Probably, yep. probably filmed there. Uh, it's, it's hard to say. That that house on the hill was, uh, or on the cliff, house, the uh, hotel on the cliff, or whatever it was. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, and the other one was uh, Jaws. We rewatched Jaws. Ah, another yeah. classic. Yeah. Get out of the water! I told you. There's a there's a great. Uh, speaking of Jaws, writer Carl Gottlieb was on uh, Comet Matt Radio a few times. He may have been on recently. Oh, nice! But, but actually, the, one of the videos that I did for Combat Radio on uh, the YouTube channel Combat Radio Images is a conversation mm-hmm. with Carl Gottlieb, and we talk about the films of William Castle. And so it's the House on Haunted Hill, and that's a good one too. That is a good one. That's a good video. Um, I, I mean, and I say that I, as I edited it. I did edit it, but I mean, even as time goes on, I've gone back and looked at it. Uh, you know, as a uh, a lot of times feels like it's gone by. So objectively, I th- it's not a great video. It's not something that I would, you know, I don't think it would win any awards, but I think it's a pretty good uh, video as far as it being something to look at while you're listening to an audio clip, basically. Uh, I, you know, I, I, uh, I liked finding all those pictures of William Castle movies because we talked about William Castle and it was yep. uh, fun to throw in like as many pictures as I could to, to get across what we were talking about. It's, you know, uh, it was, uh, anyway, and it was, it was very nice to share a conversation about various horror films with him. He's a very nice person. Uh, anyway, yes. I'm not sure why that came up. Oh, cause we were talking about Jaws. Um, yes, yes, yes. Jaws. So yeah, that was good. 
Um, that's yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to be watching the rest of the Jaws movies or not, but we definitely uh, enjoyed watching Jaws again. Watch the Howling, dude. Four. Watch the. Are you saying you watched it? Or are you saying? Are you telling me to watch no. it? No, I'm telling you to watch it. Watch the Howling Four. Howling Four is it on Amazon? Uh, it might be. Hmm. I should. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen. It's been a while. Do you want to talk? Seen. Do you want to talk about not watching a movie in the dark, dude? Uh, oh yeah, Howling Four. Really? Howling Four is scary. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm not scared of it, but I mean, I mean, obviously, when I was younger, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, not, not now, obviously, but I mean, uh, that would be like the the movie to watch, dude, because it is like fucked up. Really, Howling Four. Yes. I, I, I've seen Howling Four. Is that the one? There's a one of those werewolf transformations. Uh, one of the movies has a werewolf transformation that's like person like melts into a puddle of wax and then comes out of the puddle as the werewolf like reforms into a werewolf or something is this ringing any bells <laughs> it's like four or five i'm not sure oh oh yeah i froze there you are i am did you hear any of that uh no okay and is that the one of these one of those one of those movies one of those howling movies has a has a as a werewolf transformation sequence well they all do but i mean it has a specific one where this guy like melts into a puddle and then like reforms out of the puddle as a werewolf. Is that Howling Four? Yep, that's Howling Four. I got to see that one again because that was a that was a an interesting special effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like I well I've never seen that trend. I've never like, seen basically as he's uh, um as he's uh, melting into like that puddle of mud mm-hmm. or or that puddle of goo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the town folk start to show up and they're like they have like werewolf faces and, shit and they're all chanting Satan calls you Satan calls you Satan calls you as he's like you know transforming into the werewolf for the first time really yeah it's been a long yeah. time I'm gonna have to see that again it's interesting that you put the separation on the like uh, uh, on that part of the word like you don't say Satan you say Sat Satan that. That's one of the one of the differences in our yeah. speech, regional speech patterns. It's interesting. Yep. Like, like button, you say you probably say but but button. I imagine. Button. But I, I say yo, you say button. I okay, yeah. Button. So, so, so do I. I say button. 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 I say, I say like like a b u t t i n like button like a there's like a pin like a like a needle or a pin kind of sound. Button. Mm. Button. Yeah. I, uh, but I've heard yeah button. Button, but you, you like you, Randall from Clerks would say you push, you push, but, but buttons, buttons. Like there's like the T is is de-emphasized. Buttons, yep. buttons. You push fucking buttons. That's what he says to him, <laughs> basically. Oh, uh, you push fucking buttons. Your life's so difficult. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. I don't you know. worked there till the place burnt down. <laughs> not even supposed to be here today. I'm not even supposed to be here today. And of course, you know, my famous one, you know, I'm feeling pretty good today, Silent Bob. You know, we're gonna make some money, then I'm gonna fuck this bitch, I'm gonna fuck that bitch, I'll fuck anything that moves. Well, that's about all the time we have for antisocial <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, 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 it's a good place to end. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's about all the time we have uh, for antisocial show. I'm Tyson Saner. And I'm Hunter Block. And remember, kids, check your candy. Yes, next year if you haven't already by now. Right. Right. Be decent to each other. Absolutely. Have a good time, folks. Mm-hmm.